Welcome to Couch to Coach, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. Again. Again. Episode 37. 37. What are you going to do for your 40th, Rob? Well, it's coming up quite soon. I've got over five years. Although somebody today, the other day said I look older than 35. I know I look older than 35. I feel older than 35 at the minute as well. <laughs> I've got a... I discussed it last week. Um, but, but to answer your question, I don't know what I'm doing for my 40th. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, I should have said our 40th. 40th. Our, our 40th. Well, you're 40 before me, but for our 40th. Right. I don't know. Calm down. <laughs> I don't know what we'll do. We'll do something big. We'll, 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 we'll I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll swap it around and you can say we are live or something. I'm quite offended <laughs> digging me out about my age on, on the podcast. And then You're only, only a little bit older. Though. We released the new logo, which I'm hoping everyone's liking, and someone said yeah. I look like Simon Cowell. Well, I've had Simon Cowell. I've had David Tennant as well. Oh, my word. <laughs> Jimmy Rumble, we need a new, we need a new, we need a new logo, mate. Ah, but it's gone down really, really well. It has. People are liking it. People are liking it. It's uh, nobody said anything about me and my big, my big schnoz. He, although it was, yeah, although it was bigger. Right, big schnoz. <laughs> it was, it was bigger. I had to ask him. I said to him, I, I messaged him. I'm not being vain or anything, Jimmy, but can you make me news a bit smaller? Oh, <laughs> so only, smaller there's only two things where size does matter. Yeah, your nose and your running trainers. Yeah, well, I've got a big running trainer and I've got a big nose. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I'm big and I'm big in all part departments, all right, and, and that's all I'm saying. Let's keep that's it PG. Saying. Keep it clean. Yeah, keep it let's PG. Let's move on. But but as I was saying, I'm feeling a lot older. It will come on to when 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 we start looking at my running because I haven't been out for a run today because I have got a 24 hour tape ECG tape on. And before we came on to the podcast, we were saying about what what will he do if he turn around and say that you can't go in the ice baths? And I turned around to Ben and says, "What what do we do if they tell me I can't run?" And I, I, my heart is to the point of where I can't run anymore. We'll be looking for a replacement. Imagine we'll if they said, "You're absolutely fine, Rob, but what could really improve your health is doing some strides." <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. We'll have to have interviews for a new replacement. I've already got one. We've got r- fr- front runner Ken. Hang on, replacement? You're just a guest. <laughs> We've got front runner Ken. We've also got Dave Morton. Carl Moulton would be a good one. Emma as well. Nah, I'm going with Barefoot. Barefoot Blade, yeah, potentially. Me, me and Barefoot. The Ben and Barefoot can show. You, ben and Barefoot. <laughs> sounds like a, it sounds like a, a, a cartoon, that does. Ben and Barefoot show. <laughs> I think, that- but yeah. So I've got a 24-hour tape on. Uh, I went to get it fitted today, uh, and I've got a little bit of a hairy chest. I know I've got no hair on my head. A People have never seen me. I've got a bit of hair on my chest, and she's the, the, the nurse had to shave my chest. So I've got a patch of hair, and I'm supposed to be going Benidorm in about eight weeks' time. So, so come on then. Why why are you wearing this tape? Tell us. So. I can't remember if I said anything until last time, but I went to give blood because I give blood quite often and they check my heart and platelets, yeah. And, and they, they check my heart, uh, well, my pulse, and they were concerned. So I went to the GP. GP did a, a ECG 
it showed something on that. Did another one, it was fine. So just to be extra cautious, they said that they were referring me for a 24-hour tape. We talked about it last week. There's no messing. When it comes to your heart and other health issues, you're better off getting it checked out. As a, as, as a man, I know men aren't very good at going getting checked out and putting things off. I'm exactly the same. If I could put things off, I probably will because I don't really like going to the doctors, although I'm a nurse. Uh, but it, I think it's really advisable if you have got any problems or if you've got any mental health problems, physical health problems, get yourself seen to get yourself checked out because it's better to be safe than sorry because I would hate to have to be running around and then drop down and have to use a defib or something. Although they do say on a part run that the defibs are available every time, but it's, it's, it's always advisable to get yourself checked out. So that's why I'm wearing this 24 hour tape and I've been wearing it all day today and I will so return it tomorrow. feel well in general? Yeah, I feel, I feel top notch. I don't feel any that's good. I feel as uh, the fittest I've felt in years and years, probably the fittest I've ever felt actually, to be fair, but they were concerned. So I just thought, well, it's better to be safe than sorry. I'm getting on a bit now, 35. So I thought, getting well, I may as well get myself checked out. So I don't, what I'm saying is you, you're feeling quite well. So I don't need Ken on standby now. No, 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 not yet. Not, quite, not just yet. But if they turn around and say I can't run, it'll be the, I will literally be the couch. <laughs> you could be the coach and we can just talk about your running. <laughs> yeah, we can. But before we do, let's not, let's not write you off just yet, eh? Let's not write no, you off yet. No. Should, we talk, should we talk about your running inside Manchester? Yeah. Inside Manchester, week five, isn't it? Week five of inside yeah. Manchester. And it's it's getting closer, Rob. We're eight, Is it eight weeks away? Eight now? weeks away from Manchester half. Blimey. Come on, talk to us and the listen Us? Talk to me and the listeners. Oh about your running since last Thursday? So since last Thursday, I went out on the run on Thursday, uh, did 3.9 miles before I did the before we did the podcast. Um, and then on the Friday, I did a bit of a, how would you describe it? I suppose it was a bit of a threshold run. So it was, it was 10 minute easy for warm up. And then it was like short breaks of fast running with recovery run in the middle for 10 times it was just, uh, over it was 10 times more of a, a speed development type session yeah so we did 10 quite a simple session on paper yeah 10 by two minutes off 90 seconds so yeah. really trying to get your legs turning over at a faster pace than probably what you've been used to for a while trying to yeah. promote a bit of leg turnover and it was 10 by two minutes off 90 seconds and your message to me was that it was what blooming hard it was very very hard and somebody got in my way and we said we talk about this on the podcast a young lad i would say was probably 17 18 don't know maybe you never know nowadays do you all people are he was with his mates trying to act all all hard and i was running towards him he could clearly see me because i saw him look at me he turned around to talk to his mates and was just walking towards me with his swagger on with his 10 men on expecting to me to go around him but there was nowhere for me to go so i went straight into him yeah. I mean, he bounced. He bounced off my chest, and then started to shout. Got my earphone, one of my earphones, and so I didn't really hear what he said, but I, I heard a couple of swear words. And then, because I was going around the lake, I kept seeing him. <laughs> so every time I went past him, he would shout something. So I just turned around and says, "Go play on the swings, little boy." And he didn't like that. So the next time I went around, he was like posing, like 
doing the the hard man stance with his arms flexed yeah. and grimacing at me. Uh, so I saw him about because it was ten times. Oh, well, they didn't do it ten times round, but I think I did it about eight times round. So I must have seen him eight times, and every time he used to get, it would give me a dead eye. I mean, are they all right around by you? Because it's not, it's not a very yeah. sensible thing to do. Because like no. you're knocking on seven foot. <laughs> yeah. You were running at seven minute mile, which is eight and a half miles per hour. And yeah. you would you know, a car going at ten miles per hour hitting you would cause you to I know. And I I I bet you weigh the the same amount as probably a small car. Probably. You're probably right, yeah. Uh, I had to slow I slowed down. I didn't run any full pals. I must, <laughs> I, I, must I slowed down slightly. Uh, because I didn't want to knock him off his feet. I just wanted to make sure he knew I was there, really. So you slowed Because there was nowhere else for me to go. If I would have gone on to the left, I would have gone down. The, there was a, a bit of a bank. If I'd gone to the right, his other mates were there. So there was nowhere for me to go. So I went straight Oh, hang on. So you're in the middle of an interval when you did this, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was One, interval six. Two, three, four. Yeah, I can see it there. I can see yeah. it at the end of interval six. <laughs> yeah, pretty much at the end, yeah. I can see it. You, you, <laughs> you slowed down a little bit. That's hilarious. Well, then, I can actually see where you ran into. <laughs> it's um, there's loads of kids at the minute because schools are off. So every time I go out, there's loads of kids, and I get loads of shout. People shout at you anyway when you're running around. And I just I just ignore them because yeah, half the time I can't hear what they're saying because I've got my headphones and listening to my musical, listening to my podcast. But this 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 lad just wouldn't move. But anyway, I did that. It was a hard session. You, you handled it well though. I think what you probably need yeah. is probably a little bit longer on some of the rest periods. Yeah, potentially yeah, to for back. that type of place. Towards the end, it was really, really difficult to know, and I, I would not stop, but I would have to really slow down the pace when I was on the recovery. Do you think you're learning your own pacing a little bit better now? Well, yeah. Coming on to Saturday, um, I ran Hanley Park Run. First time I ran Hanley Park Run for a while, and I got twenty six thirteen. I think it was. It's not a PB by any stretch of the imagination, but I wanted to try and get my pacing. Trying to sort some amount of pacing. So looking at the pacing, 8.28 for the first mile, 8.23 for the second mile, 8.23 for the third mile. So I think I paced myself pretty well there. And that was my, my, my target really because although it's a nice run, yeah. it's uphill for a lot of it. And you're running around in this, and like you go around three times. Yeah. Uh, so trying to keep my pace quite regular. Um, and I did. So I was happy with that. Uh, so yeah, I did that on Saturday. Sunday went out from a long run. Yeah, I did nine point three six miles. Ten minute, ten point ten miles. It was a. You missed your part run. I know that's what I was just saying about part run oh, on God, Saturday. Sorry, yeah, go on. Are you listening to me? Not really. Are you... <laughs> Co-host of mine, are you actually listening to me? I switched coach. I switched off after your story about running into the kid. <laughs> coach slash cart co-host. And on the Sunday, I did uh, ten, uh, 9.36 miles, an hour and a half, well, an hour and 35, uh, trying to keep my heart rate low, 145 average beats per minute. Um, and I enjoyed that again. It was long but it wasn't it wasn't like a normal easy run it was 25 minutes easy 25 minutes steady 20 10 minutes easy 25 minutes steady 10 minutes easy yeah uh, so I, I enjoyed that because i was able to step up a little bit change paces and you did you yeah actually, change pace you did do a couple of change of paces which was good mm, again yeah just just gets that little bit extra out of you in terms of um sort of training emphasis it's you know something yeah. to look forward to and it i wanted to get you motivated to get out and do that long run 
Um, and you've, you've, you've done really well. I mean, I was listening to you, but the reason I, I was seemed like I wasn't, I was just having a look at your weekly mileage, actually. 37.6 miles, Silito. I know, I know, I know. That's where we want to keep you now. Well, I know. Well, that train, apart from today, I've been out today, so I won't be getting that. Won't be getting to that high level. Yeah, well, because I went out like Wednesday, last Wednesday as well, didn't I? I've been out this Wednesday. I mean, the most important. But I did. I did some strides. Did strides. Sunday after my long run, absolutely blowing out my bottom. Uh, I got. I got back and I did my strides. Silly toad. Uh, so, although. Although I got an amber on training peaks because I went over, because I, I, I ran back, I did the cool down, I did do my strides. And I've had loads of comments of people commenting on my strides. Did you do your strides? Have you done your strides? I got called a stride slacker the other day by Amanda Kelly. Here we go. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm getting pressure. Get pressure from you on the podcast and I get pressure of everybody else right, on the podcast. Working the momentum. <laughs> So that was my strides. And then on the Monday, I went out with Stoke Fit. I did the medium long run with Matt Craig and the crew uh, and did 6.71 miles, uh, pace of 10.26. And then I went to play football. So that was, uh, I did run Wednesday, run Thursday, run Friday, run Saturday, run Sunday, run Monday. So I almost did a whole week of running. So I did five, six days or five days in a row. I just want to say for the listeners, of the podcast i didn't ask rob to run that many no. days in a row no. this is an no. awful coaching where i'm not dedicated <laughs> rest days i don't ask him to run on a saturday but if he wants to go to park run he can i don't ask Angel him party. to run on a wednesday that's his designated rest day but he had some time and i admire him going out and doing it take your rest days people yeah, yeah, definitely. I did, I, I did feel it yesterday because I played football on the Tuesday and did three miles yeah. running. I only scored one goal on Tuesday. I played absolutely shocking. I missed loads of sitters, but I scored one. So I did three miles. I think that's the most I've ever run in a, in a football match. Uh, but yeah, I could feel it yesterday. So instead of running or anything, I went to watch Man City win the Super Cup on penalties against Seville. Uh, so what you went? What I did. You went to Athens. No, well, no, I didn't go to Athens. <laughs> I went to the went to the cricket club with the North Staffs, North Staffs Blues supporters it's a, club. It's a common problem with Man City fans. They say they go to the games. They don't. They just watch them on TV. Well, getting get to Athens, I was looking at the fly. I went to watch City oh, beat Burnley. What well, did you go? No, I just went to the pub. <laughs> I went to Wembley. I went to Wembley. So I've been to one game this season. There's only been three. Uh, but yeah, it was. So I enjoyed that yesterday, having a bit of a rest. And then, like I say, I was going to go out for a run today. Completely forgot about this 24 hour ECG tape until I looked at my phone at about three o'clock. I think it was about two o'clock. And I was, I was due to have you fitted. So I went and got that fitted. I mean, to be fair, it's probably done you a favour. You did a lot of running last week. You did 37.6 yeah. miles. You, you yeah. ran, as you said, what, five consecutive days? One, yeah. two, three, four, five, no, six consecutive days you ran. Mm. You played football on Tuesday. That classes as seven consecutive days. Having two days off isn't a bad thing. Let the body absorb some of that training. Yeah, I'll be out tomorrow, though. I'll be doing a run tomorrow. Out tomorrow. Bit of, a, bit of a session. Control. We won't spoil it for you, though, listeners, because it's a beast. Mm. It's a beast. It's a beast. And I'm, got, I'm going to a wedding tomorrow. So the guy that I went to Stag Do at Dublin with, with Jimmy Rumble, uh, he's getting married tomorrow. So I'm going to be going there tomorrow night. So you're in the run done early? Yeah, straight after work, I'll get out there. Uh, and then 
it's combined run club on Saturday. So we're going to be meeting at Hanley Park Run. So it's the four, four, fifth, maybe. I think it's the fifth part run. Ticking along nice with that. Combined. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting momentum. People are talking about it. We've only had a couple of people turn up the last couple of the last couple of times because it was raining both times. So hopefully Trenton Park, we normally go Trenton, but it's closed this week. Yeah. So if people are listening to this on a Friday and are thinking of going Trenton tomorrow, it is closed. I don't know what's going on. I think there's, there's quite a few events on there at the minute. I know McFly were there. I think Ollie Mersey's there. Oh. I think Feeder are there. Uh, so I think that's the reason why they've closed it this week. One more, but one more runners, uh, John. Yeah. He's, uh, he's been to the park run with a combined run club. He has, he's indeed, yeah. Today. He's thinking of doing park run on Saturday, so I'm assuming that's where he's going. Hopefully, hopefully. There's quite a few people. I've asked him to put an effort in, park yeah. run race effort, so maybe you could pace John to a, a bit of an effort there. I've actually put, I don't know if you've seen your plan for the week of the 21st, uh, Not yet, next no. week. Actually, are you available on the 26th to go and do a bit of a park run? I'm away. I'm away next week. Really? Why? So, I'm going to ask you to do a, an effort at park run on the twenty Saturday the twenty sixth. Go and have a race. Um, go, and, go and run your legs. I can do a park run wherever I am. I'm going Prestatin. So if I'm at Prestatin, I'll go to Prest Prestatin park run. I haven't done that one yet. Uh, I think it's relatively flat. Well, if you are, have a go at it. Yeah, I'll, do, I'll still do a park run. I want a hard even if, I'm, if I'm if I'm back. I'll do either Whammy or Hanley or Trenton. But yeah. if I'm in Prestatin, we're going to the caravan mum's caravan in Prestatin. Mm. So I haven't done Prestatin, Prestatin part run. So well, I'm that. looking to get a hard effort out of you to try and have another look at your zones. Yeah. See if we can try and squeeze a little bit more out of you on these um, on these sessions. Okay. Doing, a, yeah. doing a baseline part run is a good, yeah. good way of doing it. Yeah. I can do that. I'll do that next week. Cracking. But yeah, that's me. That's me. Little running. So what are you what are you scoring me for this week? I got a B. Oh no, we got an A. I think you upgraded it to an A. It was a B, then you got upgraded to an A. What are you what are you grading me this week? Well, you've done all your runs. I have. You did your strides. I did. You didn't take a rest day. Oh no, come on now! Come on now! You, <laughs> you know, Rob, that resting is just <laughs> as important as running. Yeah, think back, right. Adam Burgess episode. Be the yeah, best, the at best rest. At rest. Yeah. Have you been the best at rest, Rob? I rested in between. It's all going to depend. It's all going to depend. Yeah, go on. I'll give it you. You, you can have an A star. Boom, A star, first A star. So I've gone from an A to an A star. Yeah, you can have an A star. The only, the only way is down from there. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert for next week. It ain't going to be a nice start, folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably not. Probably not. Like I say, I go away on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, so. Everyone has to enjoy their holiday, but we're only eight weeks away, Rob, so don't enjoy it too much. I know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll still go. I, I, I am I very consistent I when I go on run. And when I go on holiday, I, I do quite like running in Prestatin because I, I run from Prestatin, where my mum's caravan is, all the way to Talaki and see the lighthouse and then run back. <laughs> So that's about a five mile, I think it's five or six miles. So. Keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah, mate. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And I, and I feel good. I do feel good. Uh, I feel like I'm getting my pace back, getting a bit fa- bit faster. So how's your running going? Um, Yeah, very well, actually. Very well. Um, last week... Um, what did I do last week? Yeah, so I... I think I told you I was doing Solihull 10K. 
Um, yeah. So I was in like a bit of a, we did the episode last Thursday. I had a rest on Friday. Um, so rest day. And then I did a bit of a shakeout run on the Saturday um, with some strides. Don't forget your strides. Um, Got to get them in. And then I developed a bit of a cough. Oh, dear. Wasn't. Is, that, is this? Is this? Hang on, hang on, guys. Is this one of Rob Silito's excuses coming out? <laughs> anyway, I developed a bit of a cough, a bit more of a tickly cough, dry cough, and I thought to myself, do you know what? I've trained hard. I'm still going to run this 10k. I haven't I haven't trained to not put the effort in. And you might be able to tell I sound a little bit nasally congested. You sound a bit more brummy. A bit more brummy. A bit more nasal. <laughs> um. You trying to say that Brummie's a nasal? So this this cough was like lingering around. I thought to myself, you know, I'm, I'm going to give it a go. I've been tracking my heart rate variability recently. Yeah. Um, just trying to use it as a bit of a indication of how well set I am for doing harder efforts and stuff. So I've been really sort of focusing the last two weeks on getting a really good morning routine, getting up at six o'clock every day, having a nice ice bath to start the day off, focusing on uh, nasal breathing. Um, thinking back to the episode we did with Adam Burgess, I've actually reached out to him the last couple of days to try and get a bit more information about it. Um, Protein rebel, the collagen. That's it. Just trying to get a bit of a morning routine going. Heart rate variability has been quite low. I test, I tested it on the day of the race on the Sunday, and it was telling me that I was ready for a hard activity. So when I did it, Solial 10K was completed. Uh, 37 minutes and 16 seconds, which I was happy with, delighted with. Came to seventh. Seventh place. Seventh. How many people ran? Uh, a good, I think it was four, five hundred. Wow. So seventh place. That's really, really good. Big improvement on last year as well. I mean, last really? year was really hot when I did it last year, but I finished ninth last year in 39 minutes. Wow. So I think everybody was a bit quicker last than, than last year. Obviously, yeah. new runners and stuff like that. Um, not the same runners going there, but I was really happy with the time because it's a tough course. Yeah. It's give me real belief that I think this sub 80 minutes is achievable because, yeah. you know, running average about six minute mile for 10 K I can give up a, you know, about five, six seconds per mile at the half marathon and, and still hopefully feel relatively comfortable. Mm. Um, but lesson to everybody, unless you have to don't run a hard effort with a bit of a, a, a cold because I've been fully blown man. I thought, I thought you were going to swear then. <laughs> fully blown. <laughs> fully blown. Man-flu. So I, I couldn't, I, I basically went to the gym on Monday to try and keep the training on track and I had 45 minutes easy to do on the treadmill. I did, I think two minutes of it. I couldn't breathe through my nose. I was oh, coughing dear. and spluttering. Sorry if you're listening to me, if you was on that treadmill next to me. <laughs> um, I just called it a day. I did a bit of strength exercises, did a bit of like lying on the mats, looking like I was doing meditation, but I was just <laughs> shattered. Uh, I skipped Tuesday's session because I just wasn't feeling like if I, if I could do it, I wasn't going to be at my best and I'd probably make myself worse. So yeah. for once... I was listening to my own coach and advice. I've done a couple of easy runs since. I've been out today. So I went out uh, yesterday, uh, today, done a bit of an easy run. I feel like I'm getting back to it. Um, 
not feeling too bad. Coming to the end of it, I think. Yeah. Um, and I've got a bit of a threshold session to do tomorrow. So we'll see how we get on. But yeah. eight weeks out, if I can stay healthy, I'm happy. I'm comfy. I'm feeling confident for a change. Yeah. I keep yeah. getting called out on Strava, Rob. By whom? You noticed. Yeah, I have actually Martin seen. Pratt, here at <laughs> Bedford. Uh, Mark Willits, our coach, telling me, oh, I'd love to see that race between you, Bedford and Pratt. <laughs> I saw that. I said, hang on, come on, guys. Calm down, calm down. <laughs> Stop trying to... Unless Kieran and, um, and Martin want to strike a deal and we could do like a box office special. <laughs> Triple threat. Not that, not that I'm just in it for the money or anything. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can do Newcastle, to be honest with you. Um, I might be there. When's that? That's in a couple of weeks. Is it September time? September. I yeah. might be there. I might not. You're keeping them guessing. Keeping them guessing. Just before be. we just before we move on, actually, before we before we go anywhere else, what I just want to say happy birthday to Izzy Shaw. So Izzy Shaw, I believe, is a listener to the podcast. She's a very good runner. She came first lady at Trenton 10K. So talking about North Stash Road Runners races, she came first lady. I know she's won a couple of the races in the past as well. So happy birthday to Izzy Shaw. Happy go. birthday, Izzy. There you go. There you go. I said I'd give you a shout out if I remembered. And I remembered. He's a man, he's a man of his word. I am a man of my word, yeah, absolutely. Apart from when he comes to strides. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> listener's question. Let's do a listener's question. What we got Let's- for me? So have? listeners' question this week comes from somebody from Instagram uh, who has recently started following us, started listening to the podcast, and she's introduced a couple of people. So Kirsty Can uh, underscore runs. Uh, she has asked. She's asked four questions, actually, and then she followed it up with a message to us saying, I think I've got a lot of questions for you. But the, the, tra- the question that we've chose to answer this episode is, I'm training for my first half, but also she's intermittent fasting at the same time. Is this okay to do? So my answer to that, Kirsty, is I haven't got the fog east. I aren't really that good with intermittent fasting. I've never done it myself in the past. I've heard it's very good for it's very good for you and it can help you with losing weight and keep your nutrition balanced. But I'll chip in, but I think this is over to you, Ben. Why me? Because you're the coach. <laughs> I'm just the couch. <laughs> you're normally quite good at answering those questions. I know. I think as long and, and my answer would be as long as you feel it's okay and you're getting the good nutrition and you are fueling properly when you are training and doing your long runs. So, for example, when I go out on a long run, I always use Protein Rebel. I've only just recently started using Protein Rebel, but I would I would take. I tend to not eat before I go out if I'm going for a long run. I do if I'm racing, but I will have a last couple of long runs I've had a protein rebel before I've gone out I don't know if that's included in your intermittent fasting if you are on a Sunday and you're going out for a long run and it's an intermittent fasting day can you have fuel I'd be a bit concerned if I was going out and doing 10 11 12 13 plus miles and not having any fuel but I think as long as it's balanced and as long as you are aware of the risks if you are running and intermittent fasting can bring risks it should be okay I can't see why you couldn't do the intermittent fasting at the same time as training for a half marathon. I think it's fine to do. I think yeah. there's a lot of um, research and studies out there that 
you know, talk about intermittent fasting. I'd, I'd, I've never in my time of looking at it seen massive amount of risk yeah. because the body is a great tool at basically storing, you know, fat and carbohydrates for its energy yeah. production. I think the risk lies with if you are training, you're going out for long runs and also the yeah. heat. So if it's hot and you're not able to take on nutrition. Exactly. Yeah. My my sort of take on it would be I've always said it, if you're training particularly for performance, yeah, I don't believe that you can diet and essentially it is a diet. Yeah. Um I think one thing that I would say is that you could tailor it depending upon your plan. Yeah. So I know that with certain intermittent fasting plans, because there's all different ones, I think like there's the 5 8 or the whatever it might be, like, or something. We've got my numbers wrong on that probably. 5 but, 2, isn't it? When you're doing nothing, for, you don't eat any. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. We're, we're not into diets, are we? No, look at no. us. Um, <laughs> but look, what I would. Look at us, meaning look at me. <laughs> I'm carrying a bit around. Um, <laughs> What I'd say is you tailor it to your your desired workout. If you've got, a, I've always said, it, if you've got to wake up and do a session, like an interval session, and you've not eaten for 12 hours, um, are you really going to feel good on that interval session? Yeah. And the whole purpose of an interval session physiologically is to push the body to a limit so that it can super compensate from the stress you've put it under to recover stronger now if you're going into that interval session fasted are you really able to push the body to that point yeah and challenge the body to the levels you need to and yeah. if you're not i'd ask questions as to why are you doing the interval session because you're not mm. going to get the outcome the desired yeah. outcome yeah. if you're doing an easy run 45 minutes at a low intensity aerobic run you probably don't need the food yeah because your body has stored a lot of fat, because bodies do store a lot of fat, uh, even the top elites. I have, know, I know they do. <laughs> even top elites have like the um, good fat storage. Yeah. So even if to some to look at somebody, they don't look like they're overweight. They will still have very good fat stores, mm. and your body would use that when it comes to your easy runs. So I think you probably can intermittent fast and marathon train. Um, but you probably can't intermittent fast to the guidelines that somebody that advocates intermittent fasting would want you to to get the yeah. supposed health benefits of it. I suppose what you need to make sure is if you are having, if you've got a coach that you talk to your coach about it and you tailor your training program dependent on what you are doing for your fasting. So yeah. if you're if you're on a fasting day on the Saturday and you've got a long run on the Sunday and you're not going to get any carbohydrates in on the Saturday night. Talk to your coach to see if you can swap when your long run is, or swap your intermittent fasting days. And if you are, in, if you are, if you're on a day where you aren't fasting, make sure that you're having all the right food to make sure that when you are out running, that you are using that stored food in the right way. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah and I think I think, I think as, as long as long as you do it sensibly, uh, I think you can do pretty much anything that you would want to that you could do do hand in hand with exercise i don't think anything should get in the way of doing running or exercise and intermittent fasting shouldn't get in the way of running if 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 that 
is that if that's what you want to do, if that's something that you're keen on doing. I know I've spoken to a couple of people about intermittent fasting and they're runners and they don't seem to have any trouble with it as long as it's done sensibly and as long as it's done with support of if you've got a coach or reaching out to us and talking to us or reaching out and talking to the the sensible people on social media because if you put something out there about intermittent fasting and running i'm sure you'll get a loads of different opinions from different people saying oh no don't do this or yes i should i think you can do this do yeah. a bit of research because i've just googled intermittent fasting and running there's so much research out there something by our favorite magazine which we're we'll touching on in a minute runner's world about intermittent fasting and that says exactly the same as as long as you are making sure that you're eating the right foods at the right time you should be okay and it is okay to do yeah yeah, I think it's okay to do. I think you've just got to be sensible um, around, as we say, about your performance and your training goals and probably have a look into it, do your research and, and see whether, you know, have a, have a play around with it, I guess, and see mm. whether it's producing what you want out of your training. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As long as it's on hinder or, or it, I'm sure it can only help, but as long as it – because I suppose I feel lighter – because I've lost weight. I haven't been dieting. I think we've, we've touched on it a couple of weeks ago. I was unwell for a short period of time, and I think I lost that weight then. I feel a lot faster because I feel thinner. So I think intermittent fasting, and if, it, if it's done because you want to lose some weight, is only a good thing for your running because the lighter you are, the longer yeah. you could probably go for a run, and also the faster you can go running because the less weight you're carrying around. So absolutely. Yeah. Have a go, Kirsty. Let us know how you get on. Yeah, let us know. Uh, keep keep in touch with us um, and just give us any tips and advice that you you found along the way as well. Uh, and if, if you've got a coach, speak to your coach. If you haven't got a coach, just make sure that you've got your training program set to the days where you aren't fasting. But give it a go and let us know. I'm a poet and I just don't know it. <laughs> poet corner. And Morton, don't <laughs> worry. He's not coming for you with poetry like that. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. I I think I've done some of my best thinking whilst I've been yeah. running. Um, I think it's you know if you've got as you say a big presentation at work or you've got like too much of a workload and you're trying to sort through things, trying to organise things. You know some people have to sit down and write down pen, paper, mm. prioritise, list them. Yeah. I, I feel I can do that out on the run. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal Issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently, as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, supports your running naturally. Products include Maple Ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, Run Easy Marine Collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. 
If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. You go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. Shall we look at the Strava League? We've just, we've skipped over it. So we normally do Strava League first, but we've done we've done we've done listeners question first. But we'll do Strava League now. Go on. So we, do, we look at Strava League. We've got a Strava League for people that don't know. We've got Couch to Coach Podcast Run Club. If you want to join us, come and join us on there. And every week, what we do is we look at who came third, second, and first, and we give shout outs to people that have done really well uh, for the week, and then we look at from Monday to Thursday as well. So for last week, so from Monday to Sunday last week, in third spot with 60.9 is Pat Pat Buckingham. Well done, Pat. In second place with 61.2 miles is Joseph Edwards. So well done, Joseph. And in top of the shop, he's there yet again with 63.7, as well as uh, shouting out Ben on Strava. We've got Kieran Bedford, 63.7 miles. So, well done, oh, Kieran. He's been for snacks again, any this week? He has, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what he got, but he went out for snacks. He went for a run and he came back with snacks. Was it was it chocolate or something? A bar like of milk and what looked like a pack of fish and chips like that. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. So, it was like fish, I think either fish fingers or fish and a milk bar. <laughs> with ben that's that's fueling for you, isn't it? When he gets I mean, back. he's he's running a lot of miles, so fish fingers and milk bars are his snacks. Then go on, <laughs> yeah. go on, lad. Absolutely, do it. In so this week, I've just refreshed and it's changed. It's changed. It? So yeah, so last last week I was caught out with. So I've just refreshed. So from Monday to Thursday this week, in third spot, and before when we first came on to the podcast, this gentleman was in first spot so he's been bumped down two spots so i think the two, two other people above him have been listening to the podcast and thought right i'm going to make wait wait until the last minute and get a couple of runs in <laughs> we've got 30.3 miles jared horn so i think jared's relatively new to the strava league so welcome jared in yeah, second spot with 30.5 miles we've got kieran bedford and i don't know when the last run he went out was uh today what time was that at, Kieran? I don't know what time it was. He ran with Rebecca Washington and four others. So he went out and he's got 30.3 miles. And then top of the shop, another guy who is in your group, I believe, in Group B, uh, with 30.6. So there's only 0.3 of a mile separating the three. Is Martin Pratt. So well done to Martin. Kieran's longest run this week, 17.4 miles. Well done, Kieran. With so an average on. pace of 7.51 minute per mile. Kieran and Martin yeah. are in the top three. Yeah. They must be a bit intimidated by me. <laughs> keep running. Keep, keep running. Keep, keep on training. <laughs> Brummie's coming for the 50 points. They're intimidated, aren't they? I'm, in, I'm inside the Reds rent free, Rob. <laughs> Let us know, Kieran. Let us know, Martin. Is Ben inside your head? Is the dodgy brummy lad inside your head? He's 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 threatening to come and take fifty points. Do you think it'll happen? Oh, Last week you were saying that Kieran would probably beat you. Now you change your tune. I think he would. I think. No, I don't know. I think he would. I think it'd be a good race. It would be a good race, and it. I mean, it's one of them. I might. I might turn up. I might surprise him. <laughs> 
we'll see. We'll see. So that week, that is this week's Strava lead. I was 30-something last week. We've got a sure lot of members in there now. Are we 140-odd? Yeah, 148, yeah. So wow. I, I'm in 91st spot with 6.7 miles this week. Um, I mean, I mean, we're good company. I've got Jay Burt and Tim West who are Stoke Fit and Stoke Fit Lafitties. I've got Daniel McArdle who runs a go team. So I'm in good company. I've only yeah. done. Um, I've I've only done ten ten point nine miles at this point in the week. I've lost a I lost a bit at the start of the week, didn't I? Yeah. So you're on sixtieth. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give a shout you. out to one of my coach runners, Terry Stafford. Uh, yeah, Solly Hull as well. He's he did crew the other the other month. Um, he's on the leaderboard, eighth yes, place, eight, training yeah. for Abingdon Ten. Marathon. Um, yeah. So he's starting to build his mileage up really nicely for his first marathon, yeah. which is around about six weeks away, I think it was. Oh, so it's before our half then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sean Moynihan. We haven't heard your name for a while, Sean, so I'll give you a shout out. He's still chipping away. He's 13th in the leaderboard with 22.3 miles, so well done to Sean. Let us know if you're training for something, Sean. <clears throat> the geezer from New Zealand. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Cows to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. This episode is brought to you in association with the North Staffs Roadrunners Association, proudly supporting road running in North Staffordshire since 1974. Couch reads, coach reads. Your go. It is my go. Um, it's from Runners World. I won't spoil it. I'll just oh. go straight in there with with the with the with the shock horror that it is. That it is Runners World, <clears throat> but I think it's, it's a probably, relatively it's a relatively still good. Still, sponsored us after all these shout outs. I know. I know. You don't expect you don't, you don't expect them to actually get in contact with us. This is from November last year. Go on then. So I've gone back in time. So think on your feet. On days when you really need to focus, go for a run. Whether it's a major client presentation, end of your year exam or deadline at work, we all have days when we need to be at our sharpest mentally. And the best way to do it, as you've guessed it, do some exercise beforehand. So a new study found that when participants exercise before taking cognitive tests, they perform significantly better than those who were sedentary. A total of 90 adults took part completing twice daily cognitive tests of us on a smartphone. Researchers then looked at the relationship between daily exercise and cognitive function, concluding days with greater physical activity were associated with better and faster performances on the tests. So it's quite pertinent, actually. I know we probably could have done it when they were doing the A-levels, but I know that youngsters, 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 younger people than us are getting their A-level results and they're also getting GCSE results next week. My lad's getting his GCSE results next week. Um, so running and exercise, not just running, but exercise in general, does help cognitive functioning. 
And I, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that because when I was training yeah, for London, I, when I was I training for London, I would go out and I'd run out in the morning because it was summer and the weather was ridiculously warm. I'd go out half past five. I would always find, and also the ice bath helps with this as well, but also when I, I would find that I would go out and I'd go for a run. I'd come home and I would feel more alert, especially, and I would be more able to concentrate when I was working, uh, whereas if I don't go for a run sometimes, I feel, or don't get in my ice bath, I feel very sluggish and not as as switched on as, as I ordinarily am. Yeah. And also what I think helps, and I've said this before in the podcast, actually running gives you that time to think as well. So if you've got something that's coming up, you've got an exam or you've got um, a deadline that you need to meet for a report or... For example, for me, I've got a policy that needs reviewing at work. <clears throat> it gives you that opportunity whilst you're out running to actually think over, right, what do I need to do? How do I need to talk? How do I need to combat this? How do I need to, what do we need to focus on? So it gives you that opportunity. So I completely agree with that, that it does increase the sharpness of the brain. Yeah, I I think I've done some of my best thinking whilst I've been yeah. running. Um, I think it's, you know, if you've got, as you say, a big presentation on at work or you've got like too much of a workload and you're trying to sort through things, trying to organize things, you know, some people have to sit down and write down pen, paper, mm-hmm. prioritize, list. Yeah. I, I feel I can do that out on the run yeah. just by it's, – it's one of the reasons why I don't listen to music when I'm running. Um, I don't really listen to podcasts. I just run and think about all the things. If I've got – if I run in the morning – it's of my thoughts are what have I got on today? Yeah. If I run in the evening, it's what have I done today or what have I got on tomorrow and trying to get things in compartments in my mind really and try and think things through. Yeah. I've done it when I've had job interviews. I'm you know self employed now, so hopefully job interviews aren't something I have to think about on runs again. <laughs> but it's like I've I've thought about things like job interviews, competency questions that I've got to answer and answered whole questions yeah. in my mind like it's a brilliant way to be able to get some space on your own zone out and and just put all your you know most needed thoughts into one place and give it all that focus and attention because you haven't got the distractions of like your family your children yeah, yeah. the phone the mobile phone and and you know all the different background noises really because you can just literally zone out can't you yeah and scientific scientifically from a, that point of view, I suppose the the heart is pumping blood yeah. quicker around the body, so you're going to get more oxygen and more blood to your brain because you're breathing heavier. So, scientifically, it only makes sense that you're going to be able to function better after a run cognitively because you've got more oxygen in your brain, you've got more blood pumping around your body, going to your vital organs and your in your limbs and things. So, it I makes just a, sense. It's just a case of you you're gonna feel less stressed yeah like run because of the chemicals that are released right yeah dopamine, serot- dopamine serotonin so you're 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 gonna come you're gonna be in a better place mentally during the run yeah. hopefully you're gonna be in a better place after the run mentally hopefully um and you might not be feeling so stressed out and you might get a better night's sleep as well probably yeah which obviously leads to you know, hopefully a better day the day after. I think a lot can be sorted out by doing a run. I totally agree with that. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's one of the things that I've always thought anyway, but that just backs it up. So thank you, Runners World, for backing my thoughts up. And it's not just about the, the benefits of your physical health. It's also the benefits of the mental health. I know we've touched on that. We always touch on that on, on episodes of, of Couch to Coach, but yeah. massive impacts on your mental health with the running. Keeps you happy. Should yeah. keep you happy. But yeah, bit of a shorter episode this week, guys, because news flash, shock, horror. I'm away next week in Prestatin. I've already said that, but we won't be doing an episode next week. So we're going to do an episode now. After this one, which is going to be released next week, do you want to we do a little bit of an introduction of who we're going to be having on for next week? Yeah, so it's oh, it's a really, hopefully an interesting episode for the listeners because hopefully it's something that everybody can relate to. Um, so I've recently started a new business, which is Mini Athletics South Birmingham. Um, don't worry, Rob's not interviewing me about that. <laughs> we have the uh, one of the co-founders of Mini Athletics, Kirk Boyer. He's going to be coming on as a guest. Um, he's a really interesting bloke. He's got a background in sport, so hopefully we can talk to him about his background in sport. Um, what encouraged him to set up and create Mini Athletics um, and what his plans are for mini athletics and getting children active so hopefully those with children those maybe planning to have children young families um or just generally interested in the active lives of the youngsters in the uk um can have a listen and mm. see what kirk thinks of that i'm looking forward to it I must admit to learn a bit more about it i know that we haven't got any mini athletics we've got the equivalent of mini athletics around by stoke but we haven't got a mini athletics no. So I'm really looking forward to it and listening to why we should be getting children active. Uh, yeah, so really. I good. mean, we focus on ourselves quite a lot on, let's say, yeah. adults on this yeah. podcast and our own running. But I think it's something I'm really passionate about. Obviously, I wouldn't have got involved with mini athletics, but I think we need to take more care in getting our children and young people in this in this country active. And that doesn't even have to be your own children. It could be you working in a school. Yeah. It could be that you're working at a youth project. It could be that you've got grandchildren. It could be that you've got nieces and nephews and cousins and all that sort of thing. And you're just thinking, I need to do something about getting them active. So hopefully you'll get some inspiration for doing that. Yeah. So we'll have a listen to that next week, or you will have a listen to that next week. I'll be in lovely, sunny, hopefully sunny Prestatin, and hopefully I'll have a news about what's going on with my my heart. Hopefully I'll get all the all clear, and we can carry on this podcast, not just because of the running, but because of the podcast. <laughs> I want to carry on. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully I'll be fine, and I'm sure it will be. We'll see. We'll hear. Well, we'll let you know how we get on. So on that note, we will see you all later. See you later.